On this week's Talking with Topher, the women all have the little China. They have China eyes. China eyes. Hey, look at this. And it's like poking me. Poke, 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 poke. Hey, 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 hey. Look, look, look. And now let's get into episode 191. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back on this November 30th, 2023, and I'm so glad to have you all back here with me. It has been a crazy, crazy week, um, crazy month, crazy year, and now it's almost over. But before I get into any of that, let's start off the same way I always do, by saying thank you. Thank you to all my subscribers. Thank you to the new subscribers. You are what keeps me coming back here week after week, and I greatly appreciate you all. If you're new to the podcast, just stopping by, checking it out, you got to hit that subscribe button, all right? It is the most important thing that you can do. Uh, for the podcast, of course, give the videos a thumbs up and share and make friends in the comments. All right. All of that helps push it, push the podcast out into the algorithm. And I need your help to make this thing bigger. And you can also use the link tree link to help make the podcast bigger. That's right. Copy and share and spread it around. Help me make this podcast bigger. Um, of course, if you want more TWT, all you got to do is click the link tree and then you're going to have access to TWT on every platform, including all my social media. So go ahead, check that out, click, follow, subscribe, copy and share all of it. Thank you. Um, and then, of course, if you want your opportunity to be a guest on this podcast or tell your story, well, then. You got to send it over to the official email of the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-M with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. Um, of course, you can send an audio, video, or type it out. And you got to send it over to the official email of the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. All right, well, now all that's out of my way. It's time to get into today's episode. It has been something. Um, I'm really happy that my guests came on. I hope everybody out there had a nice, safe Thanksgiving. Um, but as of right now, it is November 4th, and I am finishing up my last week. My last week, that's right, at... Rap City Salem. And I have to say that it's been really fun. Um, it's been a great learning opportunity for me, um, but it hasn't come without sacrifices. And I think that's what I learned most of all, was that I do very well 
with giving things up, which sounds incorrect in my mind, but it is correct. Um, even though I missed out on a lot of jujitsu, um, I missed a full week. I only got one day in last week, uh, or this week coming to an end. It's Saturday now, but anyways, and then, you know, next week I might get two and then the week after I might get two and then I might be getting back to my three every week. But I had to sacrifice a lot of things. I had to sacrifice my therapy. I had to sacrifice my jujitsu. And I do have to say that doing that was difficult. Um, I could feel it. I could really, really feel it. But it also made me realize that I have a lot more time than I'm telling myself. And I'll get more into that in a moment. But learning uh, how to get through everything without the staples that were normally there for me the biggest one being jujitsu um, was very difficult. Uh, I could I could literally feel myself getting a certain way, like that old me was coming back out. And it did get extinguished when I went back on the mats that one day. But, man, that one week I missed all my classes was brutal. But... I held it together. Why? Because everything that's going on in my life is very important. And just because you have a staple that's missing doesn't mean everything has to fall apart. And that's discipline. And that's a lot of what I've driven into myself. That even at the end of the day, whether I've missed or gained or lack thereof or whatever's going on, I'm still capable of moving forward and keeping myself where I need to be to always stay off of my addiction. But it's really weird how much of my everyday life needs jujitsu in my life. I like, I need it. It's, it's an, it's an outlet. It's, it's a rock. It's a part of the foundation. And I missed a really important week. And it makes me sad because, you know, uh, I don't want to miss out on things. But unfortunately, when work calls, there will be things missed. But also, I realized that, you know, I now am in a spot where there's nothing in a franchise that I don't know. There's nothing that a franchisee is going to go through that I can't help them with. So at the end of the day, the knowledge and the opportunity that was given to me, I used it. I utilized it. And now I'm a stronger employee because of it. But I also showed myself what can be done even if those things are not available. Because work gets in the way. And without work, there is no jujitsu at all. 
So you kind of need your job to go to jujitsu, you know? But if I was to just go to jujitsu, I would be out of a job. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was very, very uh, eye-opening for me because what I realized was is that I have a little bit more time than I've been telling myself. You know, working 12, 13-hour shifts four days a week and then a nice seven-hour shift uh, once a week, I was like, holy crap. Uh, if I could just utilize my time better, you can fit in your workouts. You can fit in your workouts. You can fit in your jujitsu. You can fit in this. You can fit it. You can fit in therapy. You can fit it all in. You just have to utilize your time better. And I will say that the hardest thing for me will be working the 12 hour shift, going to bed, and then trying to wake up the next morning was, oh my God, it was so difficult, you know, and, uh, missing out on therapy for the most part, not the end of the world. Like I said before, it's more of a tool than it was a staple. I was just getting into it because I was stuck. I was in my own way and I couldn't get out of my way. I needed somebody else to just, you know, sift through the shit for me. And that's exactly what he did. And, but it's something that I still want to continue. So I'm going to continue it the month of December and we'll see where it brings me in 2024. I'm not much of a New Year's resolution type of person. I think I've explained this multiple times now in the last four years. But I think they're stupid. I don't like them. I think that they help you set yourself up for failure, which is not positive. It's not good. Um, it could hold you back. It could stop you from progressing. Um, and the only reason I say this is because all the things that people want to do New Year's resolutions for are things that don't happen overnight. They don't even happen in a month or two. They are things that you need to turn into a lifestyle. It's not something that you can just, I'm going to do this today, right? Because everything that everybody does for a New Year's resolution, I'm going to quit drinking. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to quit vaping. I'm going to quit this. I'm going to start exercising. I'm going to go running. I'm going to start jujitsu. Whatever it happens to be that you think that you want to do for the new year, that is great. It's great. Don't make it a resolution. Make it a goal. You know? I think you should make it a goal. It makes it easier not to fail. Because now you don't have to wait until January 1st. You can start today. Right? November 30th, 2023. Start now. You want to start running? Start running now. You want to start jujitsu? Start it right now. You do not have to get fit to get into jujitsu. 
You do not have to work out to get into jujitsu. And you do not have to be in a better state than you already are to get into jujitsu. Or to do anything. Why? Because it doesn't matter how fit or strong you think you are. When you hit those mats, you'll find out you're not. I had one week off the mats. I went in for one class. I was dead. Dead. My cardio was gone. One week. Not good. Not easy. Made it through. You know, I've had a lot of people be like, man, I'm really, I think I got to drop 15 pounds before I get on the mat. No, keep the 15. It's going to help you. I know it's not going to help you for the running and the working out and all that other shit that we do. That's, it's going to hurt you for that. But when you're rolling with somebody, keep that extra 15. It'll give you a little bit of an advantage. Plus, you're going to shut it off anyways. You keep going and you stay consistent. It's inevitable. Your core gets stronger. Your legs get stronger. You freaking, you feel better. You look better. You breathe more. It's all going to happen with time. You can't set yourself up for jujitsu just like you can't set yourself up for a New Year's resolution. I don't want people to fail. I don't want people to get discouraged. The only way to avoid that situation, the only way, is to set up a goal and slowly approach it. Work at it. Find your time for running. Find your time for working out. Find your time. And once you get to that spot, then you reevaluate that and you step up that game. It's the exact same thing that I'm going to do for myself now that I realize that I have way more time than I ever thought I had. Start small. It makes it easier to expand on. It makes it easier to accomplish. And therefore, when you accomplish it, you feel gratitude. You feel like you did something. That's because you did. You planned and you succeeded. With a New Year's resolution, I do not believe that to be always the same outcome. New Year's resolutions that only benefit the diet companies. The diet food companies that deliver to your house, the gyms, the yoga studios, you name it. Anything that has to do with health, the only people profiting are the people that are promising you a new life this January. Don't wait till January. Don't have that last cup of booze. Don't wait to smoke that last cigarette. Let today be that last cigarette. Go and spend all your cigarette money on vaping. And never look back. You have to go in with a positive mindset if you want a positive outcome. All right. Uh, Let's take a quick break so you can hear from my sponsor this november are you looking to up your style game and express your unique personality 
Look no further. Introducing Slow Down Clothing, your go-to destination for all things cool and trendy. Picture this. You're cruising down the street on your skateboard, wearing the most comfortable gloves to protect your hands from road rash, from Slow Down Clothing. They're not only functional, but they're also stylish, just like you. And that's not all. Slow Down Clothing has an incredible range of fashion pieces to offer. How about sporting one of their crazy embroidered hats with prints? Not just an ordinary hat, mind you. These hats have hidden surprises. Prints underneath the bill. Talk about turning heads wherever you go. Ladies, we've also got you covered. Slow Down Clothing offers stunning collection of women's leggings that combine comfort and style seamlessly. And for those little ones in your life, they have the cutest tees that your kids will absolutely adore. Slow Down Clothing knows it's all in the details. That's why they offer full kits complete with pins and socks so that you can showcase your unique fashion sense head to toe and as the weather gets colder slow down clothing has your back check out their cozy sweatshirts and sweatpants perfect for those november chills they've also got an amazing jacket you'll be both stylish and warm wherever you go but wait there's more you may think that black friday deals only come once a year but not at slow down clothing use the promo code T-O-P-H-E-R for an extra 10% off your entire purchase all year round. That's right. Amazing savings on amazing products whenever you need them. Slow Down Clothing takes inspiration from tattoo art and collaborate with talented artists to bring you unique prints that make you stand out from the crowd. It is time to unleash your creativity and let your fashion tell the story. What are you waiting for? Head over to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com and browse their incredible collection today. Don't forget to use promo code T-O-P-H-E-R for an extra 10% off your entire purchase. Trust me, the quality of these products is absolutely amazing. Slow Down Clothing, where style meets personality. All right, and I'm back, everybody. All right, so I got a few other things I wanted to touch on. Have you ever heard of Bunhams? My wife has been talking about these things for years. She grew up with them. So these things here, and I'll try to make that picture bigger for you, but I think this is about as big as I can make it. Yep, that's about as big as I can make it. So these little things here are so funny to me. And I don't know if you already noticed the pattern. But for some weird reason, and my wife was the one that pointed this out to me, for the most part, all the women are Chinese looking. They've all got the little squinty eyes. They've all got the freaking weird hair. But I guess this was a thing, and these things have been around as long as I've been alive. And I just thought, and I could not stop laughing because I was like, is this for real? Because every single woman, and I was like, well, what about that one? That one looks like a girl. And she goes, nope, that's a boy. 
And I was like, really? And she's like, yep, that one's a boy, that one's a boy. But you can see the women all have the little China. They have China eyes. China eyes. I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, I don't even understand. I, I wonder who did that. You know, I don't know when these things were made, but I'm like, I wonder why they did that. Like, why did they do that, right? And I don't know if it was done on purpose or if that's just the way they, they were trying to make maybe the, the women's eyes a little bit more, 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 uh, more pretty. And so they, they did them like that. But I got a couple quick things for you. Um, I think this supposed crime is a crime within itself. More than $8 million worth of illegal mushrooms seized in Connecticut. Oh, it makes me so sad. It makes me so sad. Look at all the bags. Those are all Marcelium. I mean, what a fucking operation. What an operation. And why is this a fucking crime? It shouldn't be a crime today. This should not be a crime today. Look at all of that. Oh, wow. He had the whole friggin' kit going. Wow. These ones are actually growing the marcelium. You can see the white in the bags. <gasps> Those are all dried mushrooms. Oh, my God. There's... Pounds of them. Dried mushrooms. This actually looks like the dried mushroom pillow I saw um, that they were selling on Instagram. Holy fucking shit. This whole entire house was for growing mushrooms. Wow, dude. He's got so many. I mean, I guess this is what... Oh, yeah, look. He's got the another dehumidifier. Oh, yeah, 25... 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. It's 30 shelves in this picture, not 25. This is just another angle. It looks like this. No, no, it is a different room, isn't it? Yeah, because see how the lights are going this way, the long way? So this is another fucking room. Holy shit, dude. I guess I never imagined what $8 million is. Of mushrooms looks like. And what's in those black bags? Is that all dried? Look at this fucking kid. Are you serious? What is he? 16? 21? Maybe? Holy shit, dude. What? Another room. Oh. This is the beginning stage. This is the fruiting room. Yeah, look, he's got the the um, pressure cooker, which if you don't know, you put jars and bags in those, and it kills all the bacteria. Um, probably one of the most important stages of growing mushrooms. These are all the uh, bricks before he breaks them up and puts them into these bags. Um, and adds the 
spores. Actually, you would add the spores into this, and then you break it up once it turns white into the bags, and then it feeds off of that, and then these are going to turn white again. And then you bring the bags to the next rooms where the lights are once they're all white, and then you start the fruiting stage. I mean, this is just very, very impressive. Um, But it is a crime in itself. I mean, not for nothing. Mushrooms are being decriminalized. Mushrooms are a lot safer than anything out there. Now, can people have psychotic breaks? Can you have issues if you're bipolar, bipolar-ish, bipolar tendencies, underlining bipolar? Any of those symptoms, eating any psychedelic can cause you to have a break. That goes without saying. You, you, that can happen to somebody. Um, somebody can have too much of a hallucinogen and they can have a really bad trip. Um, you can also break your brain. Uh, So there's a lot of things that you should use caution when using hallucinogenics. But at the end of the day, mushrooms are one of the safest things on the planet. Can't overdose from them. I've never heard of anybody eating too many and dying. Just like I've never heard of anybody smoking too much marijuana and dying. Those things don't exist. Um, So that makes them really, really safe. Mushrooms also have a great response with people with PTSD. So therefore, they are an amazing, amazing product. They're an amazing fungus. Plant. Actually, I don't even think it's a plant. I think it's considered a meat. Um, the fruit, which is the mushroom itself. Um, absolutely amazing. And everybody on this planet should try them at least once. You should. You should check it out. And not because I want you to hallucinate and see pretty pictures, but I think the best way to use mushrooms is to utilize them and look at yourself. I don't, I don't think these are a party drug. I don't think these are for fun. I use mushrooms to look at myself i use mushrooms to help to focus and they have helped me in so many different ways on my journey of staying sober from alcohol i find microdosing to be one of the best benefits ever because i don't feel like i'm tripping but i'm completely locked into what i'm doing Saying and feeling. So, if you have the opportunity, I would recommend a good environment. And then you eat whatever you want to eat. And you look in yourself. You look deep inside yourself. You look into yourself and you ask the hard questions you ask if you're starting to feel uneasy shaky paranoid that is you not dealing with you that that's how i get when i'm on marijuana sometimes the paranoia creeps in 
I know now. It's just me saying, hey, we got a problem over here, and you're not paying attention to it. So, boom. Here it is. Deal with it. And it's pretty incredible how you can do that. So when I smoke, and I get high, or if I eat mushrooms and I get way too high, I know that everything's going to be okay. First of all, not going to die from this. It's going to be a little, eh, couple hours before we uh, come back down to planet Earth. But I know that it's okay. Because what is going on is my brain going, hey, look at this. And it's like poking me. Poke, 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 poke. Hey, 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 look, look, look. And when you look at it, all of a sudden, you get this feeling of nervousness, unsure. But then you're like, what am I freaking out about? Then you realize something completely different than what you're dealing with at that very moment. It could be a loved one. It could be money. It could be you just not working out enough. It could be almost anything. But when you take a psychedelic or smoke a lot of pot, it just wants you to look at you. It wants you to ask you these hard questions. It wants you to figure it out and give it an answer. You will be looking inward. And understanding what it is that is stopping you, blocking you, or what's holding you back. You know, sometimes I find that my paranoia lies in simple, stupid things. Like I'm just worried I'm not going to get the grocery shopping done this day. Or I'm just worried that this isn't going to happen. And then I have to look at myself and go, hey, hey, you have no control over that. You can't buy groceries this week. Whose fault is that? If you can't do this, whose fault is that? And if you want to be doing this, why are you not doing anything about it? But, you know, I digress. I got a couple more here, and you know how I feel about this AI shit. I told you we need to step in and do something before it gets out of control. White House tackles artificial intelligence with new executive order. What? The White House rolled out a sweeping executive order Monday that aims to monitor and regulate the risk of artificial intelligence while also harnessing its potential, making the latest effort to address a rapidly evolving technology that has sparked concern amongst world leaders. Top White House officials argue the executive order is the most significant action on artificial intelligence taken by any government as leaders around the world race to address the risks posed by quickly changing technology. Given the pace of this technology, we can't move in normal government or private sector pace. We have to move fast, really fast, ideally faster than the technology itself, while White House Chief and Staff Jeff Zients said, Recounting President Joe Biden's directive 
to his team to make AI a top priority, you'll have to continue to be proactive, anticipate where things are headed, continue to act fast, and pull every lever we can. The executive order which Biden unveiled at Mon- at an event Monday is sweeping in scope. It will require developers a powerful AI systems to share results of their safety tests with the federal government before they are released to the public. If an AI model be- being developed poses a national security economic or health risks the order will compel companies to notify the federal government under the defense protection production act the act will also ease immigration barriers for workers skilled in critical areas of ai to study and stay in the u.s establish standards to prevent ai production of dangerous biological materials and develop best practices to minimize the risk of AI displacing human workers. So, I mean, these this thing is getting crazy, right? We all see where AI is going. We all see uh, how it's being used and utilized and how much we all love it, right? I love it because it writes all my commercials. I love it because I don't have to think. I just love it. And who doesn't love things being done for them, right? That's what AI is going to do. But it's also going to do your job. It's going to do your homework. It's going to do everything for us eventually. And we have to have laws put into place to protect us from the AI if it ever gets to a point where... I guess it could overthrow us. I don't think we can move fast enough. I don't think any laws that you put in or any bills or any legislation put in place today is going to be relevant in a week, a month, a year. You can't write laws for people the same way that you're going to write laws for AI. I think I have a B in my house. Is it even possible to implement this AI Bill of Rights? I really don't think so. I have a funny feeling that this is one of those situations that once the cat's out of the bag, AI is going to run. It's going to run. It's going to figure it out. It's going to find out that it is way more superior than we are. Why? Because we forget. AI never forgets. I can ask it the same question every day. And it'll answer it the same way. It never forgets. It retains everything. And we, as humans, myself included, can't even remember what last winter was like. (laughs) You can't. Think about it. We all have like a seasonal amnesia. 
We've got a video here, and I brought it up a couple weeks ago about the AI robots inside of the Amazon warehouse. Well, guess what, everybody? Here is them actually testing it. Humanoid warehouse robot Digit at Amazon. Look at how well he keeps um, it in the green zone. The moving kind of slow. I gotta turn this down a little bit, though. Look at that. What is he stretching? Uh, so typically this task is actually automated through the use of a conveyor. Uh, so as soon as you're done uh, consuming the inventory, you place the hook on the conveyor and it goes on to be used later down the line. In some of our buildings, we can't use a conveyor because uh, the space and the size of the space just isn't conducive to that. Or you might be very far away from it. Whoa, look at him bend down. Reminds me of grasshopper legs. Big bug eyes, grasshopper legs. man that is crazy so you can read the story at geek wire i mean just crazy this is the future everybody this is it we're here there's no waiting for it anymore we're gonna have flying taxis we're gonna have amazon warehouse robots we have ai laws the future is here we are in it we are in its infancy where the future brings us i have no idea some of this stuff is extremely wild and exciting and some of it is quite scary but i mean that robot kept everything in the green zone it bent with its knees to pick up the lower box. I mean, it did everything correctly. So, is that robot as... 
is that robot good until something goes wrong with it? Are you going to have to keep them on a maintenance schedule and in a, in a rotation because like a car, eventually something gives out or you got wearable parts and they need to be replaced. But then does it get to a point where that robot knows when there's something wrong with it, it walks over to the parts department, grabs a new part, and it fixes itself. I mean, the possibilities of this, I believe, are endless. The questions, there's so many, so many questions. On that note, I want to say thank you to all the subscribers and all the new subscribers once again. If you are new and stopping by, remember to hit that subscribe button. It's very important that you do that. It really helps the podcast out and it keeps me coming back week after week. And of course, the link tree. Remember the link tree, all right? It's the easiest way to help me make this podcast bigger. Copy it, share it, spread it around. And if you want, go ahead and click it. It gives you access to every platform and all my social media. So Linktree, it's just that easy for everything, TWT. And remember, if you want to be a guest on this podcast, that's right. You want to sit down with me and have a conversation, or you want to tell your story, or you have a story that just needs to be heard. You need to send it over to the official email of the podcast, T A L K I N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. It is the official email of the podcast. And all you got to do is send a video, audio, or type it out, but make sure you send it to the email, T A L K I N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. And with all that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing rest of your Thursday. I hope you enjoy your weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later.